The Poetry Circle with Anya Nikuiv. Uh, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the RICC Poetry Circle. That's the Ringsend and Irish Town Community Centre. Uh, here in the Poetry Circle, I read a number of poems every week and uh, we'd love to hear you uh, comment on what has been selected. And if you have a poet, poem of your own, maybe you'd like to read it and we'd be delighted to hear from you. And you can contact us at riccradio2020 at gmail.com. And when I'm reading... Um, I sometimes think, I wonder, is this a favourite poem of anybody's? And let us know if it is. And I will try to include a short discussion on the uh, writer of the poem, just to give you an idea who he or she is. Now, I'm starting this week uh, with a poem called The Poet as Black Sheep, for Paul Durkin, by um, Michael Hartnett, also very well known. I have seen him dine in middle-class surroundings, his manners refined, as his family around him talk about nothing, one of their favourite theses. I have seen him lying between the street and the pavement, atoning, dying for their sins, the fittest payment he can make for them to get drunk and go to pieces. On his father's face, in sparse lines etched out by ice, the Puritan race has come to its zenith of greed, spite, its essence of hate, its essence of frigidity. Let the bourgeoisie beware who could not control his head and kept it in their care until the brains bled. When I was a boy, myself and my girl, you cycle up to the Phoenix Park Outside the gates, we used to lie in the grass, making love outside Oris and Uchterain. Often I wonder what de Valera would have thought, inside his ivory tower, if he knew that we were in his green, green grass, making love outside Oris and Uchterain. Because the odd thing was, oh how odd it was, we both revered Irish patriots, and we dreamed our dreams of a green, green flag, making love outside Oris and Uchterain. But even if our names had been dearer than Gráinne, we doubted de Valera's approval for a poet's son and a judge's daughter making love outside Oris and Uchtrain. I can see him now in the heat haze of the day, blindly stalking us down and levelling an ancient rifle, he says, stop making love outside Oris and Uchtrain. Now, I, I like to include um, women poets uh, from time to time, and in fact, I'm including uh, two today. Um, but uh, I also include from time to time Pam Ayres, who has a great sense of humour, the English poetess. But the one I'm starting with today is um, The Butterfly Farm. And this is written by Maeve McGuckian, and Maeve was born in 1950. And she was interested in everything Chinese and Japanese and uh, tea houses and Madame Butterfly. So this is the butterfly farm. And the spearing of butterflies by herself with her father's sword. 
was ceremonial sword, maybe what she has in mind in this particular poem. So, the butterfly farm. The film of a butterfly ensures that it is dead. Its silence like the green cocoon of the car wash. Its passion for water to encloud. In the Japanese tea house, they believe in making the most of the bright nights that the font of a leaf is male and the back female. There are grass stains on their white stockings. In artificial sun, even the sounds are disposable. The mosaic of their wings is spun from blood. Cyanide in the killing jar relaxes the Indian moth moon, the pearl-bordered beauty, the clouded yellow, the painted lady, the silver-washed blue. Now, some uh, fairly strong words here, warlike words, and the butterfly word which most readers think of is a place, a butterfly farm, where exotic and colourful butterflies are bred, and they are displayed then for the enjoyment of the paying public. But this poem now talks about dead butterflies and the method of killing them, uh, which, uh, as we said, is by uh, spearing with her father's ceremonial sword. But that's uh, Maeve Mulgohian. It is a beautiful poem at the same time. Um, The Japanese tea house was on what she based this butterfly farm. And... um, the proprietors of a Japanese tea house see the division between male and female as being sharp and distinct and expressed in terms of the natural world. The front of the leaf is male and the back female, but that's exploited for material gain. And uh, this was what was in the mind of Maeve McGuckian in writing this poem. Now I'll continue on uh, to an Irish, uh, another Irish poet, Eileen Nicolinan. She was educated in uh, University College Cork and Oxford. She lives in Dublin with her husband, Macdara Woods. She's a fellow of Trinity College, where she's an associate professor of English literature. Um, Her first collection won the Patrick Kavanagh Poetry Award in 1973. And in 2010, uh, The Sunfish was the winner of the Canadian-based international Griffin Poetry Prize and was shortlisted for Poetry Now Award. And uh, that's Eileen Ni Quillanon. So the poem I'm going to read for you is The Cloister of Bones. I begin from the highest point best of all a bell tower. I see the tops of heads, cobbles, terraces, all scuttling down, as if they hunted something buried between ledges where tables are set in the morning, under plants that grow over walls and pergolas. The shapes of sheds, the stashed pruning pruning shears, under the measured walk of cats. I am searching for a shape, a den, watching for the cloistering blank of a street wall, a dark reticence of windows banked over an inner court, especially roofs, arched and bouncing, naves, a corseted apse, 
And always, even if the chapel sinks down inside, lit from a common well, I search for things of doors, inside doors, a built-in waiting about, of threshold and washed floors, an avid presence depending, demanding flowers and hush. If I guess, I hope for, a runner of garden the right length for taking a prayer book for a walk, a small stitching of cemetery ground, strict festivals, an hour for the tremble of women's laughter, corners for mile-high panics as to find the meaning of the women's Christmas. Now, um, lovely poem, this, and the meaning of the women's Christmas. That's Nolignamon, the uh, 6th of uh, January, which is celebrated around the country for on behalf of women. Uh, she was um, the daughter of uh, Eilish Dillon, and uh, her father was a professor of um, literature. And she is a, lo- a lovely writer and has written quite a lot, so we might see her again. The next um, poem, I'm back now to uh, Irish males, and um, the poem I'm write- reading for you now is from um, Seamus Heaney. And Seamus Heaney was most beloved and widely recognised as Ireland's greatest poet. He lived in Northern Ireland, was raised in Derry, and lived many years in Dublin, in Sandymount, actually. He was the author of over 20 volumes of poetry and criticism. He won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1995 for works of lyrical beauty and ethical depth. And he won the T.S. Eliot Prize in 2006 for his collection District and Circle. He taught at Harvard and he served as the Oxford Professor of Poetry from 1989 to 1994. He received many awards and he was a member of Aesthona, which is the Academy of Writers and Artists. And uh, his death came as a very sharp shock to people who followed Seamus Heaney and much loved his poetry. The um, poem I'm going to read is Midterm Break. I sat all morning in the college sick bay, counting bells, knelling classes to a close. At two o'clock, our neighbours drove me home. In the porch, I met my father crying. He'd always taken funerals in his stride. And Big Jim Evans saying it was a hard blow. The baby cooed and laughed and rocked in the pram when I came in and I was embarrassed by old men standing up to shake my hand. They tell me they were sorry for my trouble. Whispers inform strangers I was the eldest, away at school, as my mother held my hand in hers and coughed out angry, tearless sighs. At ten o'clock the ambulance arrived with the corpse sanched and bandaged by the nurses. Next morning I went up into the room. Snowdrops and candles soothed the bedside. I saw him for the first time in six weeks, paler now, wearing a poppy bruise on his left temple. He lay in the four-foot box, as was his cot. No gaudy scars. The bumper knocked him clear. A four-foot box, a foot for every year. A lovely poignant poem by Seamus Heaney. 
Now that brings us to an end today uh, where I have really concentrated on Irish poets, both male and female. So I'll try to vary that each week, if you like, but I would really like to hear from you and see what you consider would be nice to be read. And as I said, you can contact us, the Poetry Circle, at Rick Radio, that's R-I-C-C, Radio 2020, at gmail.com. So, Shinoel, and thank you very much uh, today for your listening. The Poetry Circle with Anya Nikuyev. <laughs>